Hello, hello everybody. This is the EFO Podcast, Elevated Facts and Opinions, and it's just your boy Shy the Answer, aka Shy God, here for another edition. You know what I mean? Today it is only just me. Only me today. Not my uh not my co host or whatever you might want to call it. Uh A D. It's only just me. And uh I just wanna talk about some things today. A few things. You know what I mean? As we all know, there's a lot of things going on in the world. Many things to talk about. But first, I want to start out with saying, you know, of course, R.I.P. to DMX. You know what I mean? A, a great artist, one of the greatest hip-hop artists of all time. One of the greatest artists of all time, actually. Sold millions of records. Had a major impact on hip-hop in his time frame. Uh, there's no one else like him. Um, his energy is unmatched. His authenticity he he showed is unparalleled, and he did a great body of work. Very talented. You know he did movies. Uh, yeah, he's very multi-talented, multi-talented person. You know what I mean? Had a lot of, had a lot of struggles, but very talented. Um, I liked a lot of his songs. Of course, you know, stop, drop, and roll. Um, y'all gonna make me lose my mind up and all that, you know. I like slipping. Slipping was a great song that helped me, you know, when I was going through tough times and it was a song that I could refer to I could listen to to kinda you know, it was just real, you know what I mean? And uh Yeah. So, you know I I, I appreciated everything that DMX contributed. You know what I mean? But he brought it to the world. Um, he served a great purpose. And, um, yeah, man, everybody knew that he had these struggles with addiction. <clears throat> with his, you know, his drug addiction. That's something that's been reoccurring in his life. That's been his Achilles heel in his life. And he was very open about his struggles. And, um. That's why he's, a lot of people respect him because he was so real that he was open about his struggles too. He didn't hide it. Um, we saw it on camera. He showed us who he was, and, and we loved him for it too. You know, I watched his interviews, all his interviews throughout the years, and always kept track of what he does because he's one of the, you know the greatest artists. You know what I mean? Even to this day, when I write music, or sometimes you know I I. I some of his ways, some of his flows, I, I he's inspired my music in, in ways that I don't even realize sometimes. You know what I mean? Like just his his approach, his approach is, is inspirational. You know what I mean? On, similar to Tupac, you know, almost in that way. Like his approach is inspirational, just like Tupac's approach. Inspirational, like you can tell it's from an authentic place. You know, and that's what I strive to be, my authentic self. And I want that to relate through my artistry, what I put out into the world, to the universe. So, yeah, man, it's great to hear Tim DMS getting the respect he deserves. Of course, he's great. Uh, we'll see what happens next. Uh, you know, it would be nice to see. Hopefully, we see that it would be nice to see a DMS movie so people can kind of see his life. You know his life story and get him even more deeper appreciation for who he was, his story, what he contributed, 
you know, some of his in his path, you know, you know how they have like the Wu Tang series that kind of shows, yeah, DMX. You should get that too, man. It's very, it's, it's, it's hip hop history. You know what I mean? Like that's it's important hip hop hip hop history. Like all these artists should have documented movies that tell their life story because it's like the foundation for now and the future to come. So they can have a reference of what it's built upon. You know what I mean? Like what? So people in the future can look. So us too. You know, me get more insight and more look. But the future, the future generation too. So they can look back and look at these doc, these movies, documentaries, and see what the fabric of hip hop really is. Like what these people had to go through, what they what their stories are, what their struggles are to get to that place. To, you know what I mean? So so they know it's not all just peaches and cream. Like it comes with a lot too. Like like they every every artist has a, a story. Every every major successful artist has a story a story of trials and tribulations. You never heard we never heard one major artist like especially hip hop. Particularly, I'm talking about hip hop mostly, but you know, like have sh struggles, some type of struggles. You know what I mean? Like you can go down a, a long line of artists and who made it to, to the top of the game and, and names the struggles they dealt with along with it. So that's just a part of the game, man. And um, we all know, um, you know, if people who didn't know DMX. His his crack addiction issue started at a young age, because he uh, actually, apparently he had a mentor. He had an older head, somebody who he looked up to, who he believed to be like a mentor or somebody, or a guide or, you know, or some sense. You know what I mean? Somebody who respected, who gave him some type of guidance. You know what I mean? An older figure. So he trusted him. And uh. Apparently, they had smoked a blunt. I guess the guy rolled up a blunt, and DMS wasn't aware that he had laced that blunt with crack. So that was DMS. DMS's first time smoking crack wasn't by his choosing. It was by his mentor, his his older head, his his, uh, his uh, older figure that he respected and trusted. So you know that's a tough. It's tough. You know what I mean. Yeah, the guy who actually did it came out recently and said, and he came out on an interview and talked about how uh, DMX didn't say the correct age, like he's really not that much older than him for real and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean that that didn't happen. Just because he says he wasn't as old as DMX said he was, it doesn't mean that didn't happen. So, yeah, so that was something that DMS struggled with throughout his whole life. And we, you know, and he, you know, he still managed to accomplish a whole lot. Like, became a megastar throughout that, you know what I mean? Going back and forth with that. So much respect. Peace to the God, DMX. You know, and, um, uh, so many other things going on. You know, uh, I definitely 
you not agree with Lil Nas X. Um, I don't. Yeah, Lil Nas X, man. We'll talk about this um, because to start, you know, I don't. I definitely that didn't agree to the start. His name having Nas in it because you know Nas is a hip hop. Uh, legend, the god in the game, and you know what I mean. I think it's disrespectful for the game to even allow somebody to even like to come in with that name. They should have made them change it or something. You know what I mean? To come in with that name and, and not represent it properly. You know, you know, Lil Nas X. She came in the game with the Old Town Road, going to take whatever. It was it was cool at first. Everybody was digging it at first. You know, it was catchy. You know, simple but catchy. Everybody thought it, you know, whatever. And uh then he started to come out and he came out later on saying he was gay. Okay, cool. Not that surprising. I thought something was a little bit off. Not off, but I could see something like in how he looked that was a little bit like there was a something there was a story. There was something that wasn't being told or something, like it was a uh unfulfilled statement or some shit. So yeah, he came out with that. But his recent video, I do not approve of the imagery because you know, all these I just feel like the youth is too impressionable and to see imagery like that can be highly disturbing for the uh, for the youth and confusing. You know what I mean? You don't need that. You don't nobody wants their little kid or to be on YouTube you know how kid the kids got these devices these days. So, you know, be on YouTube and then you see you see them watching Lil Nas X give the devil a lap dance on a music video and stripping on the pole and all this stuff. And it's like and that's supposed to be art. You know what I mean? And then see, I just don't I just don't agree with it. I don't agree with the imagery for. People just because I know how impressionable young minds can be, you can't unsee that image. That could be deeply disturbing to a little kid to see that. There's no parental control because everything's this free access. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. There's pretty much everything's a free for all. So it's just yeah. I don't agree with that. Yeah, I know his his true message was not to be that. It was really, I don't know. It seemed like just an agenda. It seemed like an agenda pushed by the elite. Like even though he tried to spin it like it's about gay rights and him being for the, for, you know, speaking up for gay people and what they go through, and that that was supposed to be some message to of expression of the the gay struggle. And I don't have a problem with gay people. You know what I mean? At all. I, my older brother's gay. And I love him dearly, so it's not that at all. It's just I don't agree with his choice of imagery or what he thinks it should be in his position of power that he has in the culture and to be, you know, impressionable to young minds and to everybody, to other people, to the, the sheep. I don't, you know, I don't agree with that. And yeah, that's just my opinion on it. And with that being said, you know what I mean. Uh, that's 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 just what I want to talk about with that. And 
another thing, the rest, everybody, I don't know if you follow wrestling. Wrestling, but WrestleMania is now this weekend. It's a WrestleMania weekend, and I'm personally excited to watch it. Um, you know, I love wrestling. I'm a lot, I'm a, I can say a lifelong wrestling viewer. Since I was a kid, you know, The Rock was my all-time favorite, of course. Started watching it in the Attitude Era. And then, you know, fell in love with it. And, of course, there was a, there was a period that where I kind of, I, after The Rock left, where I kind of fell off of wrestling for probably, like, maybe a few years. And then my interest in it resurged, and I started to see what was going on with the new wave of of, of wrestlers and what was going on, I started to see some potential, and, and then I started to catch my interest again. And I started kind of, I found a new love for wrestling in a different way than I had before when I was a kid. I, saw, I started seeing it for what it is, but you know, more for what it is, but seeing other things about it that I still like about it that keeps me entertained. So. I want to talk about WrestleMania, you know what I mean? I don't usually talk about wrestling with when I'm on the podcast with other people. Or, you know, this is more of a personal thing. This is for people who like wrestling, you know what I mean? If you like wrestling, cool. So, yeah, I'm watching WrestleMania. And so far, I watched the, I've seen the first night. There's a two-night series. So, there's Saturday night WrestleMania, then there's Sunday night WrestleMania. So, I have watched watched. Saturday night WrestleMania. And uh my re- my review on that is it's not bad. Pretty good, you know what I mean? I'm not um yeah, that yeah, that it's it's good to see the they're allowing people to be there like those actually crowd actual real, real crowd there. Not the full capacity, but there's a real crowd there. They let a certain amount of people be there, so that's good to see that at the beginning of allowing more people to attend the shows again, but uh, yeah. Besides that, the show is good. The show has been pretty good so far. You know, uh, nothing. None of the matches I say really like wowed me or really put me in like a like a, a state of like, whoa, like what's gonna happen next? I didn't get that feeling too much. But the matches were good. They were entertaining. I was entertained by the Bad Bunny and Damon Priest versus the Miz and Morrison match. You know, it was entertaining how they how they presented it, the entrances, the them songs, the music and stuff. And and other than that, I'm I'm you know I actually I'm impressed with Bad Bunny ring work. Actually, you know he came in. Um, Pretty confident, and I'm actually yeah. I watched his ring work, and he's for his, for his lack of experience, he he seems to have been the intangibles, the instincts. Uh, seen you know he did he did really well. He held himself. He held his own. Uh, he he did some offense out. You know some reversals, some offense, some uh textbook offense. Um, uh, you know. He did a Hurricane Rana, a spinning Hurricane Rana. He jumped off the top rope. He took a beating, you know, got back up, you know. And uh, it was good. 
Yeah, he did a good job. You know what I mean? Damon Priest did well. But me being a very analytical person, very observant, I kind of, I don't know. He didn't seem like his full self to me. I don't know. I felt like Damien Priest didn't really feel like his full. Like, I was looking at him. I don't know. Something was off to me. Maybe partly, I'm sure he was nervous because this is his first WrestleMania. And, you know, his very first WrestleMania and from where he's, you know, and, and that's pretty a quick shoot to the, you know, to that spot from where he's coming from in NXT. Well, you know, very, very, I like Damian Priest's potential, like in his look and what he could potentially become and to grow into. And he's very talented, you know. But I didn't like the, I personally, I guess I didn't like the purple gear. I feel like he should have kept it, he should have kept it a little more neutral with the colors. He didn't have to go so, like, you know. Out there with the purple gear, uh, and he seemed a little bit ner not nervous, but he seemed a little bit uh, like like the WrestleMania environment, the stage kind of uh, affected him a little bit to make him like kind of. I feel like he was. He was taking it in too of the situation at the same time as, you know, trying to maintain who he is and what he's trying to do. And I kind of see that, and that's fine. He he has a Damian Priest has a lot of potential. I'm sure he has a lot of great things he's going to accomplish. And I'm looking forward to you know him building his character up to be serious and have great matches. You know he's definitely a future WWE champion. So you def we definitely want to see that. Okay, now what else do we have? Okay, the other tag team championship match with almost and AJ Styles versus oh uh, oh yeah the Hurt Business. Oh sorry, I'm sorry, not the Hurt Business against the New Day, Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. Now yeah it, it was it was good to see almost he's huge he's a monster he's like he's like a colossal for real like a real colossus and he has great look he looks like some, somebody you'll see on like a marvel movie or something like he has he has that real like he could be like a marvel superhero he's huge um he could be menacing you know what i mean uh he's he's way bigger than he's bigger than braun Strowman. You know what I mean? So I, I just see some some great views in the future for him. You know, of, of people even trying to beat him, and it's going to be very hard. Like, him versus Braun Strowman is definitely a great future. Uh, you know, build build up to that. Not too soon. Uh, you know, him versus Bobby Lashley. Him versus Roman Reigns. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be hard to beat. So they're gonna need to bring in more big guys that can you know hang with him. You know what I mean? And you know I'm sure they're gonna have some crafty, smaller guys, of course, go against them. And you know their match was okay. I wasn't that I wasn't that impressed by it. They won great. We'll see what Omos does in the future. What is you know his potential? Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. 
it felt a little flat for me. I'm be honest with you. I, I saw what it was. Everybody seen what it what it is. It's a, a ceremony to finally boost Cesaro up to the level of the potential, true potential that he's been straddling the fence with. Of uh, you know, been you know having a hard time fully getting to for the last years. So this was like a ceremonial match to say, okay, we're finally pushing him up to the next level. You know, and Seth Rollins, you know, is a great guy to do that with. But I feel like it wasn't really a special moment because we saw it coming. Like we see that this was, did uh, we see that this is a uh, uh, effort to finally get Cesaro up to the level that people want to see him get, and that's great. I'm all for it, and I hope this hope it works out. And, uh, okay. So, y'all. That's enough for the WrestleMania review. But, yeah, man, other than that. Yeah, man, we just gotta, uh. Yeah, go check out my, uh. My workout videos on my YouTube, if you haven't. Um, I do kickboxing workouts, so if you need to get in shape. If you want to work out and 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 shed some of that body fat, that extra unnecessary body fat that weighs you down, keeps you from looking the way you want to in the mirror, and, and, and keeps you from having that full confidence in yourself. You know what I mean? That's hey, I, maybe I can help you out with that. So go to my channel, my YouTube channel, um, Rashad Bowens. I also have the EFO podcast on, on my YouTube channel. And I also have music on my my YouTube channel. You know what I mean? Uh, I have some music videos, the True Facts music, music video, and, uh, and have other music that I've done on there. And uh, Yeah, so go so please go to my YouTube page and subscribe under Rashad Bowens. Uh, I appreciate everybody who's, who's listening. And, uh, yeah, man, we're going to push this thing forward, man. Got mu new music coming. I'm going to be doing a music video soon uh, called Love and Hate. So I'll keep you updated with that. Yeah, man. <clears throat> There's a lot of things going on in the world, man. I, I just wanted to talk for a little bit. You know, touch on a few topics. So I hope everybody has a great weekend. You know, um, next next episode, I, I, I would like to talk more about the law of attraction and affirmations, because I think we still need a lot more work on that in our communities and, and instilling that into people's minds about the, the power of words, the power of affirmations, the power of the universe. So, yeah, that's a great another topic we can get into next time. But for now, I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. Keep your head up. You know, don't sweat small stuff. And, uh, yeah, baby, we out. UFO Podcast. Cheer up.